It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Radio on the air for, uh, what's DC? November 1. 2018. Yeah. Yeah. Got us some, uh, finally got us a real fall here in the state of Tennessee. And, uh, you know, figured we put on the show tonight for you guys. Put on the show. We're going to talk about quite a few things tonight. Uh, we went ahead and decided to do the show tonight. You know, get, go, go ahead and give you guys a, uh, a 2018 TWSAA playoffs preview special. We're going to talk about the 2018 season as a whole, and some of the cool things that we saw. It's hard to believe that it's uh, over already, going to the playoffs. It's just nuts. It's like this every year. You know, it's uh, it seemed like August, uh, I think when mid-August was just the other day, and here it is uh, going into, you know, the, obviously the fall, November 1st today. You know, it seems like it goes by faster and faster each year. I don't know if that's just old man talk going on right now, but uh, – it's exciting times right now. The next uh, five weeks, uh, we're going to be crowning a new, uh, well, maybe new or repeat state champions coming up real soon in Cookville there. Yeah, yeah, i tell you what, that's one of the things that we're going to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about some of the brackets and how they played out. Uh, you know, and look, it looks, you see, it looks really familiar to last year. You know, you know, you know the top four, top four going into the playoffs, you know, for a lot of these regions looks very familiar. You know, you, you know, you know, you got some teams that have switched places, you know, you got some teams that have taken that region title that we'll talk about as well. Uh, for instance, Mike Wood sitting on top page Patriots that decided that they wanted a region title. So we'll talk about that a little bit tonight. Uh, but yeah, man, it's, you know, it's, it's exciting to think that, uh, you know, you know, Cookville, here we come. And, uh, and to be putting together, you know, our show material for that, and to be putting together our post-game interviews, you know, for the state title games and and things of that sort. But uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We uh, we 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 decided to come on there tonight and just uh, just share our thoughts with you guys. You know, a lot of people have been messaging us, talking about a lot of things that have transpired throughout the 2018 season. Uh, some of the things we'll touch on a little bit. You know, some of the things are great. Uh, to talk about some of the things are kind of painful to talk about. <laughs> if you guys have been paying attention to our uh, Twitter feed, you know. So, uh, real quick, DC, I'm going to let you get started. But real quick, uh, you guys, by the way, welcome to D1 Highlights. Uh, www.d1highlights.net is our website address in case you guys are listening and never been there. I uh, don't know where you've been for the past seven years, but that's our website address, d1highlights.net. Uh, follow us on our Twitter account, D1, at D1Highlights, uh, on our Instagram feed, at D1Highlights underscore TN. Um, and then also you guys check out our uh, Patreon page, patreon.com slash D1Highlights. Patreon, big thanks to Vera Media out there, uh, big-time sponsor and contributor to D1Highlights Radio. Uh, DLC, uh, DC, who else we got to thank? 
I've got a very good good uh, friend of the company of D1 Highlights, um, Hotel Preston, um, out there off of uh, Brawley Parkway here in Middle Tennessee. Um, great, great general manager out there, great property out there at the Hotel Preston, uh, Marie Eccles. She's um, her and her team have been uh, very fortunate to uh, help us out and be a big sponsor uh, this fall uh, towards uh, D1 Highlights. We're really excited about the partnership we have with them. And uh, I've been sending out, Evan, um, some information on Hotel Preston. And uh, it seems to be a pretty good uh, – I've gotten several coaches that have uh, have reached out reached out to us asking about what they're doing. And uh, I'm about to tweet it out actually here in a second. But uh, just real quick, if you're out there listening, uh, coaches, players, let the coaches, let parents know, uh, Hotel Preston, uh, they're right off of Brawley Parkway, Nashville, Tennessee. Um, their phone number is 615-361-5900. Um, or check them out on line at www.hotelpreston.com. And if you use promo code D1, uh, you can get up to 25% off. Uh, whether you're traveling from uh, West Tennessee, heading over to Middle Tennessee for the playoffs tomorrow, um, or, or or East Tennessee headed to Middle Tennessee, uh, East Tennessee heading over to Middle Tennessee for the playoffs, and then some of these teams that are going to be traveling up to Cookville that makes it is fortunate enough to make it to Cookville. If you're coming from uh, West Tennessee on your way to Cookville, you might want to take a look at this ad. And uh, wow. one of the things that I, that I think is really cool about Hotel Preston, they're offering coaches uh, a free stay at the room, uh, 24 24-hour airport shuttle service, complimentary uh, motor coach parking. Uh, Hotel Preston also has on-site restaurant and bar. Um, one of the really cool things about it as well, Evan, they've got complimentary meeting space for teams. So, you know, if you need to get your X's and O's together before you're heading to Cookville or before you're heading to one of the high school games, uh, playoff games, the next four weeks here in Middle Tennessee, uh, give them a shout. Complimentary uh, meeting space. And um, give them a shout. Uh, Courtney Hawkins is a sales manager out there. And uh, real quick, her email is Courtney dot hawkins at hotelpreston.com she's a sales manager tell them do you tell a tell a d1 sent you um her email address is courtney c-o-u-r-t-n-e-y dot h-a-w-k-i-n-s at hotelpreston.com and uh, i'm about to send this tweet out uh right now and uh, give them a shout. If you're coming through the middle of Tennessee area, need a, need a place to stay. I mean, everyone likes free with the holidays coming up. Everyone likes free. And uh, yeah, buddy. coaches stay free. Coaches coaches stay free out there. So uh, check them out. Hotel Preston, again, thank you to the great uh, great Hotel Preston team. Uh, Marie Eccles and Courtney Hawkins, thank you all for uh, believing in us. And uh, give them a shout. Yep. Very well said. Very nice spot over there. Had the time to uh, visit with that team over there um, a while back, and they are doing some great things on that property. Uh, right right next to the brand-new Mercedes-Benz store out there off of I-40 in Broadway Parkway. So you got to check that out. So, CC, let's jump into this. Let's jump into this real quick. So 
Would it be easier? We're going to talk about the playoffs and the brackets and so on and so forth. Playoffs? At this point, the playoffs, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what a few teams... That's what, that's what the TWSAA said. Playoffs? <laughs> Y'all ain't going to play. <laughs> that, that, ain't, that ain't funny, but... <laughs> yeah, we're going to the playoffs. No, you're not. Uh, okay, so... Uh, well, uh, that's all the light that I'm going to make of it right there. But would it be easier at this point <clears throat> to talk about the teams that are not going to the playoffs rather than the teams that are? I mean, I don't hey, know. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm open either way. You know, I, we, we definitely try our best to stay away from the, from the negative. And I say we still stick to staying away from the negative. However, there was some – some news that came out today, and we can, we can go either or. Um, but let's let's talk about some of the teams, I guess, first that are, are going to the playoffs. I know we've got a lot of our listeners that are uh, DMing us right now as we speak, uh, talking about the playoffs and talking about tomorrow and all that good stuff. And if I could, Evan, just real quick, earlier this week, uh, we sent out a sent out a tweet just making sure that a lot of these seniors that are out there playing tomorrow understand that tomorrow night may be your last time strapping on the pads to play this game that you love with your with your teammates and your friends. So in saying that, uh, leave it out on the field tomorrow. You know, do you know, do your best. Everyone is 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 zero and zero zero you know zero and zero uh, undefeated right now, going into the first round of the playoffs. It's no guarantee um, winning tomorrow night. And the last thing you want to do is come off that field, uh, especially with the loss, knowing that you could have done more. Um, one of the things that we sent out earlier this week is. You know, some some don't don't let these records fool you. You know, one of the examples that I wanted to give is um, shout out to our guys up there in Springfield. You know, nobody but those guys in the locker room um, at this point last year knew they were going to make it this far. I'd be willing to bet you they were looked at as a team that got in the playoffs and kind of were overlooked. And they went from being a team that got into round one of the playoffs and had a chance to play for that gold ball uh, up there in Cookville. And then you look at a team like Mount Juliet last year who was 10-0. and 0, Thought they were going to have a deep run to the playoffs. Unfortunately, that's yeah. not round one against Riverdale. So yeah. these records are nothing but numbers at this point. I can guarantee you these teams that – or in the playoffs, you're looking at the records right now. Um, coaches are implementing new plays that you haven't seen on film. Um, all kind of all kind of stuff like that. So again, just real quick, leave it out on the field tomorrow night because this might be your last time strapping it up. We've we've both been there 20 plus years ago, and, and we still talk about it to this day. Um, oh, man. Against, yeah. uh, against 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 Mumford, you know we were yeah. we were 13 seconds away from going to the state championship to play Riverdale back in 97. And uh, it's so funny. Here it is 20-plus years later. We're still talking about it. So, uh, leave yep. it on the field. Still talk Best about of luck it. to everyone out there. Yep, still talk about it. Still see players from uh, each of those teams that we went through and played in the playoffs on and so forth. 
but yeah, man, they're very good advice. Um, and I tell you what, you know, you talked about you talked about the Springfields, and you talked about uh, the Cornersvilles, and you talked about the teams that got to the ship last year and and got it handed to them. Uh, you know, this is uh, this is uh, their their chance to get back and prove what they should have proved last year is that they were worthy is that, that they were worthy to be there. Um, but yeah, we'll get to them. You know, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, I mean, I follow you, DC. You know, one of the teams that I want to talk about that's uh, making a big name for themselves and hopefully makes a big name for themselves going through these 2018 playoffs is uh, Class 2A Region 4 region, region champs, uh, Watertown. The Purple Yokels, the Purple Tigers. What you think about them? DC? Shout out to those boys. Shout out to those boys there. Um, I tell you what, you're looking at a you're talking about a really good, really good water Watertown team that went ten and zero this season. Um, you know they they uh, they host a, they host a, one of those teams again, Evan. As I mentioned, Bledsoe County tomorrow night. Uh, Bledsoe County is coming in at three and seven. They have nothing to lose. Watertown is supposedly the 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 pick the pick that's supposed to win that game for them tomorrow. And uh, you know, I, I hope those guys are listening out there. I know uh, some of the OTA guys are chiming in as well right now, uh, listening, and just hopefully those guys are, are are ready to rock and roll, ready to play tomorrow. Because you know, don't let the three and seven record fool you. That that that'll, that'll mess around and uh, mess around and hurt your feelings. You're going home uh, week one, or I'm sorry, round one of the playoffs. So, but hey, I tell you what, you know, they they've also Evan have been kind of quietly uh, floating through uh, the season. You know, a lot of those guys out there in Watertown, uh, you know, if you go on the Twitter page, they keep saying, keep sleeping on us, keep sleeping on us. No one's talking about them. Uh, yep. But, you know, we had been talking about them uh, throughout the season via via Twitter and our, and our webpage. But uh, I'm impressed with them. Uh, they're five and, they were 5-0 and in the district, obviously, 10-0. Uh, and they had a really tough district in that that, that class two A region five with uh, Trousdale and and Westmoreland and and uh, East Robinson uh, in that uh, region as well. So uh, I'm looking forward to kind of see what they've got, and uh, and I know they got some they got some some ball players out there as well too. And actually, two of them we're going to talk about. Uh, I feel like were were snubbed as Mr. Football uh, semifinalists uh, that was released today. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, man, you know, Watertown definitely cannot be criticized for having a quote-unquote weak schedule. Uh, They're definitely, you know, playing in that division that they're in, definitely a tough division to play in and win in, and, you know, 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 traditionally you look at, you look at Trousdale County to come out of that uh, region on top, Uh, but, you know, those guys, hey, I'm telling you what right now, you know, if, if, if they're listening right now or if you're listening, um, tomorrow before the game or whatever, take a note. Take a note out of uh, Mount Julius Journal. Do not, do not, do not go into that game uh, lightheartedly. Uh, so best of luck to those uh, Watertown Purple Tigers tomorrow night. Um, you know, you still, uh, I know you wanted to start in 1A, and I jumped right to 2A. Uh, go ahead, go ahead and go where you want. Go ahead and go, go where you want. I know we got a lot of uh, divisions to go through. 1A is good by me. Okay, and just real quick, if I could, just 
talking about Watertown since we're already, you know, talking about a two-way bracket. Um, mm-hmm. Really good team. They're, they're, as you mentioned, their stiffest competition came end of August um, away at uh, Trousdale County where it was a 22-21 to 21 win. You know, they, they, got, they pulled out a squeaker there, Evan, and uh, remained uh, undefeated uh, three games into the season. And one thing about them as well, too, that I'm really impressed with Watertown this time around is their defense. You know, they're, they're averaging, uh, Evan, a little uh, – they're averaging uh, a little under 20 points a game for opposing defenses. So I'm interested to see kind of how strong and how stout their defense is against this Bledsoe County team that's uh, traveling from Pikeville over to uh, over here to, to Wilson County and uh, playing those guys. And uh, should be an interesting game. Hopefully, you know, as a Middle Tennessee guy and our connection and relationship with some of those Watertown kids over there, hopefully uh, those guys get the W and they move on uh, to the second round uh, of the playoffs. And, uh, of course, if they win tomorrow night, Evan, they, they then have a chance to play against Westmoreland uh, or Polk County. And, um, again, talking to some of the guys over there at Watertown, um, I know they are itching to play a Chattanooga Tyner again. Um, Chattanooga Tyner yeah. is a team that puts him out last year. And, of course, obviously Chattanooga Tyner went on to play in the state championship and unfortunately got beat uh, there in Cookville. But, uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to watching looking forward to watching and hearing that score tomorrow night and uh, kind of see what happens there. Yeah, absolutely. And I tell you what, I tell you what, Watertown, you know, a lot of people may have been sleeping on Watertown this year. Uh, and a lot of, and then, you, know, you know, like you mentioned, a couple of guys, we feel got snubs for the Mr. Football semifinals nominations are out there. But uh, stay tuned, uh, Watertown, OTA guys. We got a, a little surprise coming up for you guys here probably by the end of the weekend that we're going to post on our social media accounts. And, uh, you guys, you guys, you got to be ready for this. You got to be ready for this. So, uh, yeah, y'all stay tuned. And, and hey, Evan, one, and one, one last thing, too, about Watertown. Uh, let's not forget um, that what has transpired throughout the offseason. They lost one of their one of their team teammates during the regular season, and they still went on uh, a really good a really good run to go and end up undefeated. Um, so I just want to again send a shout out to those guys who continue to uh, track towards uh, success. Um, you know, again, this Watertown team was, was down 14 to nothing. Well, I'm sorry, this, this Watertown team that played Tyner, and again, that's why I'm saying uh, they, they're probably licking their chops at Tyner because uh, 14 points down uh, in the fourth quarter uh, to Trout there earlier this year and then that Kiner game, they were up going into the uh, halftime, and uh, unfortunately things start breaking down and uh, just didn't work out for them. But two of the guys that I just want to talk about real quick uh, for Watertown uh, is uh, Demarius Carey. He's uh, one of the junior running backs out there um, who has, uh, you know, has put up really good numbers uh, this, this season. Um, they're looking to probably lean on him. Uh, tomorrow and just kind of reading off his stats that we had got earlier uh, this year. Um, he's had over a thousand rushing yards, over 
over 15-plus touchdowns, uh, a little over 1,000 uh, total yards as well, too. And, again, he's going to be one that they're looking forward to carrying on tomorrow, uh, tomorrow night. And I feel, again, he was one of the young men that uh, I feel like kind of got snubbed out of this uh, Mr. Football release that was earlier today. And um, also another young man, uh, Mr. Heath Price, they're going to be relying on him uh, tomorrow night, as well as the whole team. Obviously, it's a team game. But uh, Heath Price was their Mr. Everything. I mean, he plays quarterback. Um, he's linebacker. I mean, it's all over the field. They line up in the backfield, just literally all over. I mean, 200, 200 pass, over 200 yards passing, uh, receiving yards, uh, rushing yards. I mean, 77 tackles, uh, 12 tackles for loss. Um, he's also a uh, University or Tennessee Tech commit as well, too. So I know he's itching to hopefully uh, make a deep run and let his coaches see him up there in Cookville, let them know what they're getting uh, once he uh, he ends his high school career. So shout out again to Wiretown. Looking forward to watching those, watching those boys play and make some damage and get to the big dance up there in uh, Cookville soon. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I can do you. I can do you. I can do you. Where to next? Let's go ahead and stay in. Uh, let's stay in. Uh, uh, well, let's move over uh, to one A real quick, if we could. I know uh, with the semifinalists being released today, I know you've got some strong connections. Some of them Bulldogs down there in uh, in Cornersville, and uh, oh, looking yeah. forward to kind of seeing what those guys are going to do this year. Are they going to make it back to the uh, state championship again? You know, yeah. I mean, when it comes to when it comes to one A DC, you know, there's only there. I mean, I think, I think, I think, you know, we're supposed to be news media guys and you know, unbiased and all that stuff. You know, which we've really never been. You know, we, you know, we're Mount Juliet alums, so you know, we tout Mount Juliet all the time. You know, uh, you know, I mean, we got our favorites here and there. I mean, so I'm definitely a, a Cornersville Bulldogs fan. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, those, I mean. I mean, those are my boys. I mean, they. I mean, they treated D1 highlights with uh, some great respect over the years. I love it. Uh, but yeah, you know, there. I mean, I'm looking forward to um, seeing a Cornersville uh, Greenback rematch. You know, and we said it last year. You know, when we were talking about when we were talking about uh, the silver ball. You know, ain't nothing wrong with that silver ball. And uh, we, you know, we told the teams that. You know, we told the teams that received it last year. Use it as motivation to get back um, next year, and it looks like uh, not only Cornersville but Springfield uh, is doing it as well. But you know, speaking of Cornersville, uh, those guys, of course, uh, just just ran through the competition this year, went undefeated, uh, as we uh, somewhat expected. Um, and congrats, you know, to uh, our to our man, Mr. Cameron Whitaker, down there. Uh, Getting nominated oh, for the Mr. Football semifinalist, yeah, and in one uh, A, you guys, you guys, uh, you wanna, if, if you want to know more about Cameron Whitaker and you don't know a whole lot about him, go to either our YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash B One Highlights, and check out the uh, spring practice edition that we did this past year on Cornersville, and uh, we got Mr. Whitaker on there with all his. Uh, teammates and the coaches down there talking about goals for this season. And uh, you see that so far they've achieved 
most of them, they got to run through these playoffs and make a run there because um, we know what the ultimate goal is. But, yeah, man, those guys, those, those guys down there, along with Coach Randolph, have something really special going on, as you guys know, by listening to us over the last year. Uh, and, you know, you know, and that, I mean, this is a good transition talking about Watertown and now talking about Cornersville because these two teams kind of remind me of each other, you know. Uh, you know, up until last year, Cornersville got no respect. And even still, they got no respect. You know, people, um, you know, you know what we were talking about, ER. You know, talking about ER being one of the top backs in our uh, mid-state picks, you know, and, oh, that's a winning team, you know, I don't care, I don't care if they're, I don't, I don't care if it's a peewee team, you know, it's, <laughs> you know, those guys down there putting up big numbers and got big play attitudes down there, so I definitely always enjoy watching those guys, and uh, like I said, congrats to uh, Mr. Whitaker uh, down there for uh, being nominated as a semi-finalist in the Mr. Football Awards. Um, I'm trying to pull that up real quick. Who does who does Cornersville have um, round one? Do we have that up? It doesn't matter. They're 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 going to win. I feel bad, and I shouldn't say that, especially coming off the rant I just gave about don't look at records. But I mean, they're a jogger. They're a juggernaut, man. They are. I mean, they. I mean, answer your question. They're gonna host McEwen tomorrow night. Uh, I mean, McEwen team is six and four, but I mean, if you, if you look at this Cornersville team, Evan, I mean, they're dominant. They, you know, Coach Randolph has got them boys playing and got them boys believing in themselves. I mean, and if you look at the schedule, obviously you know, they went undefeated. Uh, they are they are another team, Evan, that they 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 only had twenty points the whole season scored on them. Okay. Right. Sorry. Can you can you imagine that? Your nine games they played, they only had twenty points scored on them. That, that's right. unheard of. Yeah. Absolutely yeah, unheard I mean, of. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm actually. Yeah. I was about to go say, ahead. You know, they're, they're, yeah, they're clicking on all cylinders. Uh, I mean, like, I mean, it's picked right up from last year. Um. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, I definitely got all uh, aspects of the game working for those guys. I mean, un- unbelievable uh, season again for Coach Randolph. I- I'm looking forward to kind of seeing um, their potential run. You know, I imagine uh, a lot of those guys are probably tuned in to us tonight as well, too, and I'm going to say it again. I, you know, I was joking a few minutes ago, but don't let these records fool you, and I know Coach Randolph can have these guys ready to rock and roll. Um, there's another team, Evan, that uh, let yes, me send this tweet out, too, about the spring practice in Cornersville. Uh, just want to send this out. Yeah, I'll tell you what, why you send that out. I'll tell you why you send that out. Were you about to talk about uh, the Mount? The Mount. That's what they, that's what they call themselves, the Mount. <laughs> the Mount. The Mount. The Mount. Yeah, that's – I mean, it's not, it's not for – uh, the Mount this year and Mr. Uh, Vashon Alderson, the corner drill, Bulldogs, probably the only team that we'd be talking about at 1A. Um, but I tell you what, I tell you what, uh, if you guys haven't seen the Mount play, I mean, they had a little bit of trouble there at the end of the season, so hopefully they get some of the corks fixed before going into uh, the playoffs. But Vashon Alderson is a beast. Um 
you guys need to check him out in the next edition of B1 Highlights Magazine as well. Uh, we've been down there visiting those guys for a little bit. Uh, but they take on a 5-5 five and five Collingwood team uh, in the first round. Um, so they go into that game at the two seed. Collingwood comes in at the three seed. Um, and, you know, I mean, I, 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 truly, I, I truly believe, D.C., that if, 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 if Mount Pleasant had just a few more weapons, a few more weapons than they would have been able to hang with, uh, with Cornersville in that regular season game uh, a few weeks ago. But, you know, as you and I have seen, you know, Cornersville is very strong. Uh, Greenback, again, uh, very strong at 10-0. and 0, And, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing those two and the uh, final this year again up at Cookville. So, I don't know. Tell me your thoughts. What do you think? Uh, you know, I've I, I, I been in to the uh, Mount, Ple- Mount Pleasant uh, humble pie uh, about week six or week seven. Start paying a really pay, start paying a lot of attention to them. Um, as you mentioned, uh, they're, 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 they're led by their uh, Mr. Football semifinalist. Zashawn Alderson, as you mentioned, um, I believe that you said I believe he's going to be uh, in our magazine as well too, coming up here soon as well too. But, I think we uh, might put him in there. Yeah, I think we might put him in there. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah give give him give him a little love there. But uh, <laughs> you know, again, he was mentioned today as a semifinalist. Um, you know, had over two hundred uh, carries this season for a, for a little over fifteen hundred rushing yards this year. Um, really good kid had an opportunity um, to talk uh, to his head coach, uh, Coach Bradley, out there, and uh, Coach Bradley just went on and on um, about him and just talking about how he's a good kid, uh, you know, great GPA, humble young man, great character, um, just went on and on and on about him. So, uh, shout out to Zashawn. Looking forward to kind of seeing what those what those guys, what those Tigers do over there. Um, as you mentioned, Evan, uh, you know, they they host a 5-5 uh, and five Collinwood team. And again, that's one of those trap games that you have to really be careful for, you know, 5-5. Five and five, I mean, they, this Collinwood team, they, they, they can win a little bit. And, you know, if you haven't had a chance to see them, you know, you've got to be worried about them coming in uh, to your house and potentially trying to knock you off and move on to the next round. So, uh, we'll see what happens there. You know, a really good Mount Pleasant team at seven and three, and they're going to host Collinwood at five and five. But uh, I know that shot over doubt. Coach um, Coach Bronson Bradley is going to have those boys ready to rock and roll, ready to ready to compete uh, tomorrow night as well. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. Um, yeah, I tell you what, another you know, big one. I mean, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. ahead. So, uh, so, so as we were talking one A, you know, I got to, you know, I forgot about our boys out, uh, out west, uh, Freedom Prep. Remember them? Yep, Freedom Prep out there. So Freedom Prep. Uh, so last year was their first full season, correct, DC? Yes, sir. Okay, so this, but this year we look up and and they and they have decided uh, that they wanted a taste at that region. Uh, title uh, uh, 1A Region 8 out there uh, in Memphis. So Freedom Prep comes in as a one seed down at the very bottom of the bracket. If you guys look at your bracket, Freedom Prep sitting at 7-3, um, taking on South Fulton. Again, you know, with these two juggernauts in the bracket, 
like uh, like uh, Cornersville and, uh, and Greenback don't know how far they will go. But, I mean, thus far, I mean, they're sitting at the very bottom of that bracket. And uh, Mount Pleasant and uh, Cornersville are sitting at the top of that bracket. I mean, I mean, they got a chance of meeting them in the uh, semifinals, you see. I mean, if they, if they, you know, if they take care of business and, and play as their record shows that they can play, um, you know, we might be seeing a Freedom Prep team in the uh, semifinals. So uh, congrats to those guys. I don't know if any of you guys remember back in, what was that, D.C. March, uh, the March edition of the magazine that we had an article uh, on uh, Freedom Prep. So you got you got to pay attention to that. Yeah, I'm uh I'm definitely definitely uh, looking forward to watching them play. As you mentioned, uh, yeah, we did a little piece on them uh, back earlier this year. Uh, we had a chance uh, to catch up uh, catch up with them. I believe it was at the uh, Cane Ridge game, Evan. I believe it was the Cane Ridge game where we had caught up uh, caught up. With um, with those guys, and they were telling us about being on the lookout for them and all that good stuff. So I mean, hey, seven and three, they got a chance to dance in the playoffs and and uh, play a South Fulton team uh, uh, tomorrow night. Um, Evan, there's one, there's one other team in this one A bracket that I have to uh, send a shout out to, and uh, we had a chance. Yeah, Talk about the corners of the Bulldogs. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. In, in addition to them, <laughs> in addition to them. What, you uh, see, you want to talk about Cornersville? You want to talk about Cornersville? Well, we, we can. We can talk about them again. <laughs> <laughs> I go ahead. I'm uh, but uh, real quick, if we could, um, our guys out there, uh, West Tennessee again, um, Lake County, okay. Um, we had a chance to catch up um, with another Mr. Football semifinalist. It seems like we catch up with a lot of Mr. Football semifinalists. That's kind of kind of yeah. kind of weird. I guess kind of crazy. But um, we had a chance to catch up uh, with uh, Desmond Johnson. Shout out to uh, Desmond Johnson out there in West yeah. Tennessee, Lake County, um, as they are also. Head to the playoffs tomorrow night. Um, had a had a really good, really good season. Um, I guess let me talk about Desmond first. Uh, had a chance to uh, we had a chance to see Desmond. I think that was back in whew, earlier this year at the On Top Athletics Showcase Camp, and uh, it was it was it was a pleasure to meet uh, to meet Desmond. Very very humble young man. Uh, showed out at the OTA uh, exposure camp. I believe he won uh, top running back, and I may my, I may be off there, but I, I know he won an award. I want to say it was top running back, but um, just real quick, uh, uh, great young man Desmond Johnson helped lead his team, the Lake County Football Falcons, uh, throughout the season. Um, Great, great, great young man. Uh, looking forward to kind of seeing what he's going to end up doing uh, with the rest of his uh, career. Um, unfortunately, I believe no offers qu- quite yet, 
But just let me just read these. Let me read these Madden numbers to you real quick, Evan. His career so far, he's got over four thousand uh, yards. Okay, over okay. fifty touchdowns, and he's averaging um, about a little over eight yards a carry. Um, got a great coach out there, Coach Josh Puckett, who has got these Falcons uh, going in the right direction, and uh, that's another. 118 that I'm going to be on the lookout for in addition to, you know, the Cornersville, um, Lake County, um, uh, Mount, the, 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 the Palazzo, what do they call it, the, the Mount, looking forward to kind of seeing what, <laughs> what they do. But uh, pay, attention to this, pay attention to this Lake County team. Uh, they, they had a pretty deep run last year. You know, they got all the way, uh, let's see here, first, second, third, they got to the fourth round last year, and unfortunately, they came across them Cornersville uh, Bulldogs who beat them seven to nothing. So I, I know that's another game that the Lake Lake County Falcons are. You know, you don't want to get too ahead of yourself, but I do want to bet you that's a team that they're they're penciling in and potentially uh, might see in that one A uh, bracket. You know, Lake County starts off with Westwood. And then uh, potentially will play Cornersville again in the semifinals. Semifinals again potentially if everything works itself out, you can mess around to see uh, Lake County playing against Cornersville November 23rd for a shot at the state championship. So um, looking forward to kind of seeing what those guys do. Again, shout out to Desmond Johnson um, out there in West Tennessee and uh, kind of see what those guys do uh, the next few weeks as well. That's my only – those are my big games in the 1A bracket. I don't know if there's any other that kind of point out that look familiar, look good to you. Uh, did I mention Cornerville Bulldogs are, are, are looking <laughs> to get back to the ship? And did I mention that? Okay. okay. All right. We can move on. We can move on. Now you know what DC. You know I do. You know I do. You know we got quite a few people messaging us about 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 some of the not so high points of this year. I do. I do kind of want to touch on. Um, let's touch on Overton real quick before we jump into the next playoff bracket. Is that cool. Okay. Uh, over. Yeah. Sounds good. Overton uh, Bobcats out of Nashville. Overton Bobcats. Overton Bobcats. Uh, quite a few kids out there that we know over the years. Um, what they go last year, DC one and nine, went one and nine last year, and vowed and vowed this year to be in the playoffs to have a. Uh, or, or, or they mentioned a winning season, but you know, I mean, it's what it is. These boys went what four and six on the season, won four games in the region, to be the what fourth seed going into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And. Um, of course, per the uh, media release this morning from the TWSLA, uh, they will not be a part of the 2018 uh, playoff. Mm. So mm. we want to hear from you guys. Uh, of course, we, we know we've heard from some of our Overton Bobcats out there about what they think about it. Uh, you know, of course, we know what they think about it. So start, you know, starting with us, but we want to hear with you, you know, from you guys. Uh, you guys chime in on Twitter, chime in on uh, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. 
about what you think about the opening Bobcats being hailed out of the 2018 playoffs because of the fight that ensued after the game, after the uh, final game of the season uh, against Antioch. Um, yeah. I'm not going to take the time to read. Yeah, I'm not going to take the time to read this press release in full. But you know, indeed, indeed, it does say that the brawl uh, ensued after one of the Antioch players uh, swung his helmet, and you know, it, it started from there. So, real quick, DC, I'm gonna give you my take on it, and then you know, we know we're here. You're taking, and hopefully, we'll get some people chiming in here to see what they think about it. So, I, for me, for me, DC, I, I that's. That's a little tough. That's a little tough for me. That's a little tough for me. I mean, you know, we don't want fights after the games. We don't want like to, I mean, we as D1 highlights don't even like talking about fights after the games. We don't talk to like talking about the, neg- the negative aspect when it comes to minors. Okay. But again, uh, right. these, are young, these are young men. These are minors. They do have peers out there guiding them. Uh, hopefully the right directions. Um, accidents will happen. To me, I don't see it being necessary that they be held out of the playoffs. That's a little tough for me, simply because, yeah, you know, I mean, okay, uh, yeah, some sort of punishment, yeah, should be put in place for fighting on the field, whether it's before or after or during the game. But, man, to take away the rest of the season, the potential season for those guys, uh, for anything, you know, I don't, you know, I don't care if it's over Cast, I don't care if it's FBR Panthers or the Father Ryan, no matter to me. Um, yes, um, some sort of punishment needs to be put in place. Um, to take away a game. Uh, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't know. What do you think? Um, let me, let me first reference this by by saying that violence off the field on the field is not should not be tolerated by any means necessary uh let me also say that i understand that overton was trying to protect themselves and their teammates however Per, per what we've heard, right? For what we've heard, what we've read. Correct. We've, yeah, yeah, we've heard from the Overton players, and we were sticking up for ourselves. Okay. Right. Okay. I'm with Correct. You. Correct. So, in saying that, it's 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 a it's an ugly situation. It's it's very unfortunate. I do agree with you that taking away. Uh, um, these young men, especially the seniors, taking away a playoff game from them uh, is, is so unfortunate, and I believe that is unfair. I understand what TWSAA is trying to do and what they're what they're trying to do. Um, right. The reason. The reason I say it's unfair is because you look at Antioch, who was 0-10 this year. They didn't make the playoffs. They weren't going to the playoffs, right? They had but, nothing to lose by, by a little extracurricular activity after the game. Correct. 
So, but then you have on the flip side, um, you know, the Bobcats, Overton. And you these young men have, as you said, they have fought, clawed, scratched for an opportunity, for just, just an opportunity to play in round one. Now, we've had people DM us, Evan, uh, text us and say, well, really, Overton didn't, didn't have a chance. They're going to play a really good Ravenwood team. Well, you, you can't say that because, I mean, just as I, as we discussed earlier about Mount Juliet and Riverdale last year and how, you know, Riverdale came to Mount Juliet and upset them, that's why they play the game. Uh, so, for people that's been DMing us and, and texting us and saying, I mean, Overton didn't have a chance, I think that's not that's not fair. That, that's 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 not yep. fair. Uh, yeah, that's not what it's about. Yeah, that's so, not what it's about. Yeah. Yeah, you know that's why they play the game. You know, I hate I hate it on all sides. I, I really because I, I feel like Overton did get the grunt of it. Now, keep in mind, both schools did get fined, Evan. That's a lot of people are asking about that. Um, Murph and Tom did a really good job um, kind of diving into this uh, and, and writing a really good article on it. Um, but I just I feel like Overton did get the bad end of it. And not only that, you know, if, if you look at Murph and Tom's article with the Tennessean, you know, both programs have been on uh, have been put on a restrictive probation through the end of the 2019 2019-2020 uh, tw- season. Um, along right. so with not only are they out of this season's playoffs, but out of next season's yeah. playoffs as well. Yeah. So the juniors and the and, seniors, and and the juniors and the seniors together. Yes, and and, and that's the part for me. It, it's just it's, it's unfair, especially the seniors this year. You know, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, well, I guess you know, yeah, the, the, yeah. if you look at, if you, if you go to Tennessee dot com, you can go, you can see the the video of the fight. I, I feel like maybe suspensions are warranted for the first quarter, second quarter. I, I don't know. It's a it's a tough subject. I just I guess you know you yeah. ask my opinion in a nutshell. I'll just say this. I feel like Overton did get the worst of it because they didn't have a chance for the seniors to go out and play the game they love. They fought, clawed for an opportunity to play in the playoffs and it was taken away from them due to this. So Yeah. And, and I mean, like you what, said, man, they Yeah. Yeah, I'm like this. I'm like here's the thing, you know. Go ahead. Well my my last thing again and then to, to take that away from them, to take that away from, from them, and they don't have a chance now to play. And then you also get them next year. I mean, that's going to be hard for a coach to get his players to buy in and say we're going to prove something. Because, um, right. I mean, if, I, if I'm a player, okay, I'm going to play my, play my butt off next year. But for what? We're not going to the playoffs. You know, right. and, and these are kids, and that's and that's going to be their mindset. Like, you know, we can we can go ten and zero next year, but it doesn't really matter. We're not going to the playoffs. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. 
And like I was about to say, you know, it's one thing, you know, like even, I mean, this happens in uh, the college ranks, you know, and, and, you know, I feel, I feel, I feel bad about it happening to college programs, you know, a mistake that one person or one coach or one kid made affects, and I, I, and I get this a team sport, but you're looking at mistakes that, you know, you know, you know, in the college game, for instance, you know, a college player makes or a college coach makes or a team, whole entire team makes. And then the rest of the kids who come to that program get penalized because of a mistake. And here's my, like I said, you know, like I said, these kids, are, you know, you know, these kids are minors. You know, this isn't like an end-all, be-all for me. Oh, you got to fight after a game. We're going to take away your postseason coach for the next two years. Again, too much for me. I just think that, you know, something, something, you know, some other form of disciplinary action could be had. Uh, to let these kids know that fighting uh, is not uh, prohibited after the games, during the games, uh, before the games, in any form or fashion. Uh, you know, and like I said, that's why we do what we do. That's why coaches do what they do, to mentor these kids, show them the right way. But when you take away their motivation, and you take away their motives for playing this game, I think, I think, in a, I think it only goes south from there. And then you get media like us talking about it but that's just my two cents that's, you know that's just my two cents and you know of this situation you know, thing, just of this situation yeah, right. all the way around yeah. yeah you know and you know and real quick i'll touch on this real quick too you know we talked about you know there's you know a lot of teams sitting out of the playoffs this year that per their record made the playoffs um Dallas county Northeast, uh, who else? I can't remember who else. Um, but, uh, I mean, for they're sending out for things that got um, either looked over purposely or, or not purposely. You know, that's not my job, job to judge that. But I'm looking at a team like Northeast. I'm talking about the kids. The kids who are having to sit out of the playoffs that they clearly earned their way into per the record, per the way they played on the field. But you're looking at a team like Northeast who has to sit out for the playoffs. And in my mind, if I'm a, if I, if I'm a parent, if I'm a kid, I'm infuriated uh, not only with the system, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little mad at my administration for, for not saying, okay, hey, this kid just got transferred over here. Let's make sure, let's make 100% sure that he is clear to play um, let's let let's you know let's go to the TWSAA and make sure that this is 100 percent before we play this kid. And if the situation plays out the way it did, uh, and, and and these teams that we're talking about DC, at that point, I'm all for TWSAA saying, okay, coaches, administration, there will be some form of punishment handed down to the school, to the staff, to whoever knew about this but not keeping these kids out of the games that they've earned or the playoffs that they've made their way into. Yeah. You know, that, 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 that Clarksville and North Beach, you know, that would, that would hit home to us. Cause you know, we've got a great relationship with uh, coach Watson mm-hmm. and those Eagles, a lot of those young men up there. And uh, it's really, you know, just a really bad situation all the way around, but you know, it's an opportunity. You know, you learn. You learn from your mistakes, and you just continue to just move forward. 
Um, I, I do hate it for um, our guys up there, you know, uh, Devin and then and Heath, um, uh, Fred. Um, I, you know, I, I hate that for them, you know, because they were, you know, we went up there and did spring practice, well, you know, spring practice or, or, or season preview on those guys, and you know, and I'm gonna still say to this day, um, them boys were legit. They were for real, and um, yep. you know, it's just unfortunate. It's unfortunate for them, and and again, uh, my heart goes out, you know, to the Eagles up there in Clarksville, and my heart goes out to Overton as well too. And you know, at this point, I, I can sit here and say, you know, guys, you know, take it as a learning lesson. You learn from it. This is something that's going to affect everyone we just mentioned uh, for the next fifteen, twenty years. The shoulda, coulda, wouldas. What coulda, what coulda been. And um, yep. you know, tough break. Hate I, I do hate it, and know that myself and Evan are both coming from a very, very humble, um, passionate place. When we say keep your head up, and um, you know, this is just a game of football. It's a game of life. And uh, one thing that I, I do know about the game of football is it it it, it teaches you, it humbles you, um, how to continue to be a model citizen moving forward uh, uh, into this society. Uh, right, wrong, or indifferent, um, you have to move on from it and just uh, continue to just, you know, keep your heads high. There's nothing that you did um, as kids, um, and you just learn from it. Yep, yep, and that's and that's all we got to say about that. So hopefully we don't have to deal with this again next year. But, uh, yeah, it is what it is. At the moment, rules are rules, and, you know, TWSAA has a job to do, and they put the rules in place, and, you know, I mean, they are what they are right now, and that's uh, what we got to live by. Uh, you know, I just encourage, I encourage the kids to keep it cool on the field, um, knowing what the rules are. I encourage the coaches and administration to thoroughly go through all the checks and balances and make sure that a player is eligible, knowing that the rules, knowing what the rules are, and you know, seeing you know, seeing what the consequences are. So, uh, on that note, I think we can get to uh, talking about some more positive aspects of this uh, 2018 season going into playoffs. 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 Playoffs, my man. Playoffs. <laughs> Tell you what, uh, we can, we can, we can, we got about an hour left, a little bit less than an hour left, a little more than an hour left. Um, we can jump around, uh, DC, anywhere you want to. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind talking a little bit about, uh, some of the bigger classes, uh, 6A, 5A, 5A, you know, I want to, want to touch on the Patriots real quick, Page Patriots, and talk about Panthers, the Mecklenburg Panthers out there, and then, uh, uh, Division Two, Division Two. We'll talk about a little bit about those guys and what Davidson Academy is doing out there and the role that they're on and what they're expecting to do and so on and so forth. But uh, yeah, yeah, we've talked one A, we've talked a little bit of two uh, A, three A. Uh, of course, DC you got your normal, your normal prospects out there. Who you want to talk about next? Let's go ahead and jump in. We'll go back to four A here in a minute. Let's go ahead and talk about that uh that six A bracket. You know, uh, as us being six uh, A, well, back when we were kids, five A was the highest, but we're in that six A alumni. And uh, back when we had back when we had more than four regions or four teams in a region. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, I tell you what, Evan. Uh, that six A bracket, year in mm-hmm. and year out, <laughs> it's it's brutal. It's a dog fight. It's a thumper. Absolute dog. It's all. It's absolute dog fight. You know, if I'm looking at it right now, whew, you got. It's a thumper. Uh, you know, obviously the. Yeah, I mean, you've got, obviously, the Maryville Rebels uh, defending 6A champs. Uh, they're in that upper quadrant. Uh, whew, I, I tell you what, that, that East Tennessee, that upper quadrant there, I mean, you've got Farragut 9-1, Udawa 8-2, Bradley Central 7-3, Bearden 8-2, Maryville 9-1. Whew. I tell you what, I mean, you know, as we keep on looking down, you know, you got Oakland nine and one, Hendersonville seven and three, Lebanon eight and two versus Blackman nine and one, which that might be a game that I may go check out tomorrow night, by the way. Um, that'll be a good game. That'll be a good game. That's gonna be great. Game. Be a good game. Uh I I don't know. Um I get I guess my my first thing is, you know, you gotta look at the state champion and the runner-ups. Let's, let me start there. Okay. Maryville is Maryville. We know what we're going to get out of out of, uh, out of Maryville. Um, they went 9-1 this year. Um, I believe their only loss, Evan, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, was it some uh, let's see, I want to make sure I'm, I'm saying this right. Let me just make sure I'm looking this up and saying this right here. Alcoa. Maribel. Was it was it Alcoa that surprisingly that surprisingly beat them? It was out, yeah, it was Alcoa that knocked them off, but not uh, not necessarily uh was it Alcoa or Fulton. I get them too confused all the time. Either way. But not surprisingly. You know, Alcoa Alcoa is that is them is them dudes. The, um yeah. That's um <clears throat> there you go. Let's look this so up. Let, let, go ahead. I, I, just real quick, let me start. You know, again, start with the state state champion, uh, you know, the Rebels, um, and then Kane Ridge as well too. Um, you're right. Yeah, thirty four. Yeah, thirty four twenty eight. Yeah, thirty four twenty eight. Alcoa. Yeah. Um. So that's that was their only loss, and I, I sometimes say, you know, losing a game going into the playoffs sometimes the best thing that can happen to you because you know you don't like you don't like that taste of. Uh, of getting beat, um, but in that six A bracket, I'm, I'm looking at Maribel again, probably making a deep run um, as they host uh, as they host Bearden, who's eight and two. Um, a- after that, you know, you look at Kane Ridge, who was runner up for the state championship. They they too are also uh, undefeated, ten and zero this year. Um, I, I like both of them. I, I'm, I, I don't know, you know, it, they potentially, Evan, could be on pace to meet up again. But, you know, again, this is just prep news talk, uh, me and you. And, of course, we're jumping ahead of it. I know Coach Woods was, it has, has his guys <laughs> not going too far thinking ahead because, I mean, it's you, not a guarantee that you get there. But, um Cane Ridge hosts a, a really good, a really good, really big Franklin team tomorrow night. Franklin's sitting at six and four. 
Um, so they have to first start with them and uh, see if they can get them and continue to move on. Um, is there another? Is there another game that jumps out to you uh, in that six eight bracket that you're looking at? Uh, not not any one game in particular. You know, I'm interested to see if we could possibly have a. Like you said, uh, you know, that black and Lebanon game. I'm, I'm wondering if we could possibly have a, a Mount Juliet Lebanon matchup in round two. I'm also mm. wondering I'm also wondering if um a ten and old Germantown is gonna get past the first round this year. Um, last year I think they got surprised in the first round by uh somebody in there what but I wanna say what last year they went nine and one, ten and oh as well. Uh and got and got upset in that first round again. First, second round, well I can't remember which one. Um, but you know, I mean, it's just the year. It's just the year that uh, Whitehaven steps back into the ring. Um, you know, they're 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 seven and three, which is nothing to look down on. You know, that's not the normal ten and oh nine and one Whitehaven that we're used to seeing. But it's a lot of talent on my Whitehaven team coming out of Memphis. We're gonna have an eight and two Brentwood team. Uh, I mean, an eight and two Ravenwood team. Like you said, this 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 six eight bracket is just 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 makes my brain explode sometimes until it actually plays out, you know. Um, yes. You know, yeah. The I mean, the obvious. I mean, the obvious choice that I think a lot of people will go with is looking for man. I don't know. Golly, Cambridge. You know, Cambridge is tough this year again, and you know the same <laughs> ten and oh, came, You know, same the same same tough Cambridge team. But this year, I hadn't seen them play. But you guys say that their defense is just, is just, is just, is just casting me out this year, right? You know. Yeah. So, and, you know, I'm talk gonna... about talk about Oakland real quick too, Evan. You know, the transfer of Xavier Myers um, mm-hmm. at the running back position there. Of course, you know, it takes all eleven uh, offense and defense to play, but that. Uh, transfer of Xavier Myers, you know, how big of a move, how big of a change uh, of pace is that for the Patriots this year? You know, I, I, again, he's not, yeah. you know, the, I'm not going to say he's just, he was the missing piece, but, you know, you, you add Xavier Myers to that backfield, all of a sudden, you know, they were already good, but it's like, you know, it's kind of like you have, uh, Toby, Shaq, and, and LeBron on the same team, and then all of a sudden, like, oh, let's just throw uh, LeBron on there, or throw, or throw a uh, D Wade. Uh, well, D Wade is prime on there, you know. D Wade is prime. But, oh, but you know, I, I know, I know, Coach Creasy is gonna have those guys ready to roll, and I'm, I'm interested to see, uh, see what they do. You know, Oakland, all Oakland you know, get so close year in and year out. You know, I look back to, I think it was 2016 or 15 when they had uh, Jacoby, who is now down at LSU. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they, they got so close and then mess around. And unfortunately, let, 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 let you know, Whitehaven come in and take that game away from them. But, you know, we yep. fast forward now to 2018. Uh, well, let's go to 2017. You know, they, they handled – you know, they, 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 they made a deep run last year until they got to Maryville again. Like, Maryville seems to be, like, their arch nemesis, you know? And oh, they, yeah. they, you know, they mm-hmm. got beat to Maryville last year, 31-28. to 28. And let's just see, you know, is it is it going to be possible for them 
this year um, to get by Maryville. I believe they played Maryville once already this year, correct? Yeah, more so. So, so, so the tables have turned a little bit. So last year, I don't know if you remember that first meeting between Oakland and Maryville, Oakland won, and then the second meeting in the playoffs, Maryville won. This year, mm-hmm. first meeting, Maryville has won. Uh, let's see if uh, history plays itself out, and if Oakland happens to meet them in the semifinals, if uh, if Oakland can pull that one out. But you know, like I mean, like you said, you know, I mean, we could have a totally new bracket this year coming out of uh they're coming out of that top bracket. Um who knows? I mean I mean Mar- I mean Maribel's got their first game against Bearden sitting at eight and two. You know, they I mean they I mean they're no walkovers either. You know, I mean so you know it's a hard it's a hard road in six A. Um I'm just honestly I'm just worried about I'm just worried about Mount Juliet having to play Lebanon in the second round. And let's say Lebanon happens to win that game. We told Mr. Logue that if they beat Mount Juliet at all this year, that 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 we'd be wearing Lebanon gear on our next podcast that we video. Oh, I told him that for yeah. both of us. So uh, that's all I'm worried about. I don't want to wear the Lebanon gear. I love those. Guys. <laughs> I, I don't want to wear that. I don't want to wear that blue and white. I I I, I don't know. Ugh. I can't even. Ugh, I can't do it. Yeah, I tell you what. You know, let's just hope as alumni of Mount Juliet <laughs> they end up getting by Cookville, and then yeah. I, I tell you what that that Blackman Lebanon game. That's that's why it's intriguing to me. You know, I haven't had a chance to go check out Blackman, but I did see Lebanon play a really good Mount Juliet team uh, earlier halfway through the season, and Lebanon mm-hmm. hung with them boys. Lebanon hung. With Mount Julia, you know, there's a few uh, turnovers here and there, and I believe interceptions, yeah. if I remember right, and uh, Mount Julia mm-hmm. ended up pulling away. But uh, I definitely would not mind seeing a Mount Julia versus Lebanon uh, round two uh, for the for the marbles to go to uh, round three. But however, I'm really looking forward to also seeing uh, black men as well. I want to check out um, Young Napier. Uh, Tomorrow night, again, I'm, I'm on the fence about that game or shooting down in Chattanooga and catching the tiner, that Tyner game, but uh, we'll see. I'm, I may show up there, out there to uh, Blackman and and uh, check out that game and see what happens uh, tomorrow night. Um, just another quick game, Evan, uh, of, of of relevance uh, to me in that six A bracket. Well, um, Independence and Smyrna. You know, I'm looking forward to the Independence five and five, uh, Smyrna seven and three this year. Um, I'm happy for Smyrna to get an opportunity to host a home game and uh, see what they can do. You know, I've, I've been, I kind of bought in earlier to Smyrna. They started out the season uh, rocking and rolling, then kind of had some downfalls throughout the season. And uh, but they got they got in, uh, and they're going to host uh, a home playoff game tomorrow night against Independence and. Um, I tell you what, I, I can see Smyrna uh, knocking off Independence tomorrow night. I, I, I hurt Independence with some injuries uh, right now. I can see them doing some damage tomorrow night and um, potentially moving on to play November 9th in the second round against either McGavick and or Brentwood uh, later on as well, too. So looking forward to watching them Smyrna Bulldogs and see, uh, see what those boys do tomorrow night. 
Um, shoot, I tell you what, man, tomorrow night's gonna be awesome. You know, tomorrow night's gonna be great. We may, yeah, we we may have to do another podcast tomorrow night just to talk about the wins and losses tomorrow. You know, <laughs> it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. I tell you what, DC, don't 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 forget that that five and five independence team uh, is little it's a little misrepresentative of their record there. You know, so you know though you know that five and five is a resurgence at the end of the season there with a Mr. Ethan Cash coming back to lead them boys mm-hmm. to several wins after his in- injury. And and don't forget, I don't know if you knew this, I know you've been working on the NBA, uh, Mr. Chase Bishop is now out there uh, with the Indy Eagles, formerly with uh, Brentwood Bruins. So they now have he another... started out the season with Brentwood, didn't he? Started out with Brentwood. His, his uh, family... Uh, from per, per per sources, what we read, legitimately moved into the in, independent zone uh, for whatever reason. I don't know. Uh, yeah, uh, and he, he he was clear to play uh, the remaining the remainder of the season at independence. So yeah, again, I, uh, the yeah yeah the rule yeah the rule the rules become more and more unclear to me. But hey, kudos to him. So uh, another another weapon on that independent Eagles team to maybe make a run into the playoffs. Now what I'm hoping I'll see or what or what I or what I predicted that we would see at the beginning of the season is a heavily senior led Smyrna Bulldogs team that uh is tired of, of not um doing anything significant since oh what year was the back to back championship year C C? Uh independent five and six. No, no, no. No, smart. I'm talking smart. Oh, gotcha. Smart. I gotcha. Gosh, what was that? 08, 09, 05, 06? Anyway, it's been a long time. It's been a long time since that smart team's been really relevant. And I and I think, I, you know, I'm, I'm thinking that, you know, if these boys get a taste of some early some early success in that game, that we may see uh, smart Bulldogs into round two. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I'm uh, I'm looking for, I'm I'm looking forward. I just I cannot wait this time tomorrow night to be honest. It's not it's a little after nine. Games will be wrapping up. Mm. Leave it on the field, guys. I, I, I we can't we can't tell you enough. This time tomorrow night, some of you all will be taking off your pads and getting your last your last game in. Huh. Woo! I got yeah, goosebumps. I mean, you think, I mean you think? Yeah, I mean you think about going into the playoffs. I mean you go. I mean you go into the playoffs. I hope so. I mean, you wouldn't want to end your regular season any other way than going into the playoffs. But but all the all the teams that enter the playoffs except for nine will lose their last game. That's what. Uh, 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 uh. You ever thought about it that way? Every team except nine yeah. will lose will lose their last game. Uh, there's a group of uh, uh, seniors on each of those teams on each of those teams except for nine. They will lose their last game, and that's, you know, that's, you know, that's, I mean, uh, with, with with the great opportunity comes also uh, great risk of losing your last game. So, uh, I think most of us would agree that we'd rather lose our last game in the playoffs than win our last game in the regular season. So, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I tell you what, GC, uh, what how much time we got left? Let's real quick. I want to talk. I want to talk real quick about. Uh, my 5A surprise this year, uh, Page Patriots out there, 
who uh, who 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 decided that they, regardless of of, of not having uh, uh, Mr. Duck Johnson out there, that they were going to uh, take a region title this year. Uh, who else to them? Rathbone told us he said, "Hey, we're focused on winning at the Wilmington County Media Day." You know, he said, "We're focused on what we got here, and we're focused <laughs> on winning." And uh, uh, we took it upon ourselves to ask him about, hey, what you going to do about Duck Johnson being gone? And he said, uh, we're worried about who's here. And, <laughs> hey, so be it. So be it. They're, uh, they're uh, region champs in the playoffs um, and looking to make a, looking to make a deep run. Uh, so congrats to those guys. Congrats to Paige. Uh, congrats to uh, the Van Landinghams out there. Max out there doing his thing at, uh, at the defensive end tight end position. Little little big Van Landing him out there. I think he's the biggest one of the bunch, taller than Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, right, yeah. Congrats to those guys. Congrats to those guys. So uh, looking forward yeah, to seeing uh, what they'll do. Yeah, I got I, I laughed earlier, Evan, as you were talking about Paige and and Coach uh, <laughs> Coach Charles out there because that media day was so funny. I know he wanted to say something different. <laughs> Uh, to me when I asked him the question. So what are you guys going to do without a babyface assassin and uh, Jacob Van Lanningham, you know, moving on to college at Virginia Tech? Shout out to Jacob as well, too, man. Proud of you uh, getting to uh, dress dress last week. And uh, uh, last week as you guys uh, played, I think it was on Thursday night or Friday night, shout out to you. It was so exciting to see you uh, and your mom and dad being uh, so ecstatic and so happy. So shout out to you. But uh, I, I tell you what, you know, you you mess around and lose a babyface assassin, and you lose uh you know, you lose Jacob as well too. And for those guys to bounce back, but then miss the step and go nine and one uh, on the season, that that just you know shows uh, the tenacity uh, and the determination of these young men. And I, I have to give it to Coach Charles as well, too. I mean, for them to go uh, undefeated uh, in their region uh, this this past year, kudos to them. You know, they're going to host um, a Hillwood team uh, tomorrow night uh, that, you know, I had a chance to see Hillwood play in the Metro Jamboree earlier this year. They do have a few athletes out there. Um I like the quarterback. I like to call him a little John, little Johnny Manziel, who can who can fling that ball. Uh, they got a really good tight end out there, um, as well too, and a good running back as well too. So that you know, hopefully, Paige, you guys listening, don't overlook Hillwood because they do have some athletes out there. But uh, kudos to Paige. I mean, their their only loss this year was to Ravenwood uh, back in September. They got beat thirty five to seven, and uh, look like these guys are ready to ready to rock and roll and go into the playoffs and uh, represent uh, that Williamson County 5A bracket. And, uh, you know, they can get by uh, Hillwood tomorrow night, then they potentially get a chance to play Beach and or Summit as well, too. So we'll kind of see what happens and go there. Yeah, I think uh, Summit, you know, Summit's got some revenge to take out on Beach, maybe, sort of, possibly. But uh, each of those teams are, uh, are are down a little bit from last year. Uh but yeah, that bracket should be interesting to watch. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what uh, transpires there. They're in five A. Um, what do we got? 
Next. Uh, yeah, so yeah, congrats to Paige is where we started off there. Uh, congrats to um, N4A, Maplewood, taking uh, 4A region to 4A region 4 title. Uh, our area local beat writer, uh, Maplewood enthusiast, Mr. Jay Carver, has followed them along uh, this entire season that they've been on. Um, but they went 9-1 as well, DC, right? Only loss coming to East. Am I right? Who was that again? I'm sorry. And, uh, Maplewood, their only loss this year was to East, correct? Yes, I believe I believe okay. that, that sounds about right, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, week, week two or three, we or, or whatever it was. Uh, but congrats Maplewood, man. They, they beat one heck of a uh, Telehoma Wildcats team who was uh, aiming for that Region 4 crown as well. Um, Maplewood finishes in the one seed at 9-1. and one. Uh, Tullahoma finishes up at 8-2. and two. Nonesville, I want to say, is in the, three, in the three spot. So watching that region in the playoffs is going to be fun. You're out there at Nonesville. You got Mr. B. Warden out there, Mr. Brandon Warden, uh, leading that team uh, into the playoffs. Uh, so it's going to be really exciting. You know, we talked about, we talked a lot about Maplewood coming into this season, about them getting back on track, uh, back on track this year, uh, going in, you know, you know, hopefully making a deep run into the playoffs like they've been used to doing, you know, over 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 the last uh, 15 years. I mean, really, when you think about it, you go back and look at, uh, look at time. Um, so uh, Coach Broom out there has been, uh, slowly, progressively, and and and, 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 digi- and diligently pushing that team forward each year by year by year. Uh, he's got one heck of a squad out there. Uh, Mr. Hodges out there. Uh, Mr. Philosophy, my son, Yeah, nuts, man. I mean, so much. I mean, even I mean, even the Tullahoma Twitter feeds were congratulating that kid and talking about how much of an athlete he was after they played him. Um, and, you know. Uh, I mean, they got a spot out there. You got Bogo, Bobo, you got Tavares, you got uh, uh, Scurry out there. You got um, uh, Mikhail. What's Mikhail's last name? You know what I'm talking about. Um, I mean, just the whole spot is just, just deep, you know. So I'm looking, forward, I'm, I'm looking forward to see how far they go in the playoffs. I'm looking forward to seeing what Tullahoma does, what what, what Nolansville does. And then just, I mean, that's just going to be a great thing to watch is that 4A bracket. Um, going going forward, um, who else is out there? Marshall County, Marshall County takes on uh, Springfield Stone Memorial. Uh, yeah, Springfield. Uh, Springfield's in for a what? What region are they in? They won their region title, right? Springfield won for a region what? Region five. I believe so, and they're they're also you know they this is this for a bracket, Evan. I, I remember earlier tweeting out, you know, Scurry said that 4A bracket is going to be theirs to be taken this year. Mm-hmm. And this, this is going to be one of these segments, Evan, that I would love for us to chop up and send out later on. But then again, maybe this time tomorrow night it might even be worth it. But let me just say this first. <laughs> Scurry said earlier this year that Maplewood are going to be the state champs of 4A. And then right. we had my guy Fat Cat uh, of Springfield said, "Homeboy, please." Okay. <laughs> let me first. Let me also say, shout out to Fat Cat. Congratulations. 
uh, semifinalists. Uh, you were one of our guys in 4A that uh, we voted for, and glad to see you get that semifinalist nod. Um, but going back to the game, Scurry has said this is going to be the year Maplewood's going to go. And then, like I said, Fat Cat chimed in on Twitter and said, homeboy, please. I will say this. This 4A bracket is so you, – I, I really can't pick a team right now and say I see them going. But what I can see, if you look at the, the top bracket of teams, mm-hmm. you look at the lower bracket of teams, we potentially mm-hmm. could see two Middle Tennessee teams playing um, in Cookville uh, November 29th, that Thursday night, for that state championship. And how awesome would it be if Maplewood makes it and Springfield make it for the state championship in 4A? How dope would that be? i tell you what, D.C., I'm hoping to see overall, I'm hoping to see more and, and more dominant Middle Tennessee representation in the state uh, finals this year. We got whopped. We got mopped last year. Yes, we did. Mopped. Mopped. Springfield's got something to prove. Cornersville's got something to prove. Uh, 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 who else? Beach. Uh, yeah, they had something to prove. But man, Beach took it on the chin. I mean, just team after team after team. And oh gosh, man, when that happens, you know, we're in the media tent, you know, watching all this, covering all this. And when that happens, oh my God, we gotta listen to those uh, East and West Tennessee media guys just talk about their teams. And I'm like, oh, just shut up. I don't care. You know, so we need, we need we need more, we need better, we need bigger representation this year, and uh, in Cookville, and, and 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 if you guys make it this year, uh, we will be talking to your coaches about having a a, a D1 highlight, um, um, uh, 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 pep speech before each game, or for each of our <laughs> Middle Tennessee teams, and if we have two Middle yes. Tennessee teams. Face off against each other. We will be in each locker room talking smack about the other team. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, you know we want to, we want to see. We, we love. We 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 will have seen our Middle Tennessee teams get up there to represent. That's where we're based out of. That's where our hearts at. That's where we play. Where we live. Uh, so you guys, you guys, uh, do us proud here in Middle Tennessee, and get the plan. Get the plan for football. Get it moving. And let me also say this, this 4A bracket, Evan, you know, the 4A uh, winners last year with Union County, you know, they're going into the playoffs uh-huh. this year at 6-4. and four. They're traveling to uh-huh. Anderson County this year at 10-0. But, um, uh-huh. you know, like you said, you know, last year was a down year from, from Middle Tennessee. And uh, I think this I, – I really think this might be a really good bounce-back year. Um, Shout-out to Nolansville. Uh, second time uh, in school history getting to the playoffs. So hopefully those guys uh, can run with it and, uh, you know, get in there and cause some damage. Um, you know, they're going down to Macon County tomorrow night and uh, playing those guys. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens with them as well, too. That 4A bracket, like I said, to me, is wide open. It, it's any, it's anyone's ball game. It, it, I mean, this, the, each bracket is anyone's ball game at this point, so. We'll uh, keep an eye out for them as well, too. True story, true story, true story. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, 3A. 
3A, 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 we got the headline, of course, um, Fairview, um, with their Mr. Football semifinalist, uh, Mr. Uh, Cameron Harris Lux, will will we'll take on uh, White Street, DC. Uh-huh. Round one, White Streak. What was White Streak's record this year? They're two and eight. Two and eight. <laughs> oh, all right. So, love you, um, man. Good luck to y'all. Um, Jay, Jay Carver, White Street Crowlers are in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they got I, in I at two and eight. They got they got in at two and eight. Kudos, thanks or not kudos, but thanks to Josh County. So, uh, that being yeah. said, a three a three bracket um, shapes up uh, starting starting there with um, starting there with um, Fairview. Um, not you know not having to play uh, who they played in the first round last year. Who's Pearl? No, 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 no. They got first round. The second round, they had to play Pearl. Right? Got walloped. I, I want to say, so, don't don't quote me on that, but I, I know they, I, I know Pearl. I believe ended up beat, beating them and making a yeah. different run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fair, so Fairview, you know, could have um, potentially a round two game against East Nashville. Um, so you got East Nashville and now we want to take it on Sycamore. Four and six. We got Fairview uh, White Street game coming up. Um, you got uh, he got out west there. Covington and Melrose. Covington, yeah, yeah, yeah. Covington sitting at ten and zero. Um, so you know that's three. That's three bracket. Um, not as much as a waffle as 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 the other brackets, but you know, you know, we got our local guys here that we're pulling for. Um, you know, you know, so we're looking forward to seeing what Fairview's going to do. Pearl, of course, is the Ozzie and favorite um, to get back to their championship form this year. Um, uh, Stra- DC Stratford got in. Stratford in at two and eight. Uh, I saw Taking that. On. I... <laughs> Taking on Camden. All right, go ahead, go on, just go ahead, Stratford. Hey, we won't be mad at you yeah. if you're up there in the state turn in the state state title game. Two and eight. Two and eight, two and eight, two and eight. DC, they are they are in the they are in the dance. All you gotta do now, put hey. your shoes on and groove to the music. Right, put your shoes on. Go dance, stop it. Go dance, right street, stop. <laughs> Go dance, please. Uh, hey, do your thing. But uh, yeah, I tell you what, DC, you talked a lot about Rally Egypt last year as well, um, and the and the stride that they're on. Uh, you know, I know some of those. When those uh, West Tennessee teams that we don't get to cover a whole lot, or you know, but but in the offseason we get to talk to the kids a lot. There are a lot of instant messages from the kids out there, you know, wanting us to come check them out, so on and so forth. I know, I know, I know you spend a little bit of time talking to those guys, and uh, you know, here they are at seven and three, going into round one against Mary Central at eight and two. You know, so uh, looks like they got one heck of a first round game themselves. Yeah, they're gonna have a dog fight uh, tomorrow night, and if you know, again, if you're, you know, we're talking about three uh, A bracket. You know, you have to talk about um, the juggernaut, uh, which is Coach uh, Gary Rankin, um, Alcoa, 
you know, they're they're ten and zero. You know, until we see something different, that's my that's my team to take a look at and watch out for. Um, again, like you mentioned earlier, you know, a really good Pearl Cone team who um, those coaches set those guys up to play uh, some really good, stiff and tough competition throughout the regular season uh, and get them primed uh, for right now. Um, you know. Coach Wade had an unbelievable season in East Nashville at nine and one. Looking forward to kind of seeing how deep of a run they can make. You know that that you know us being media again, if we looked around to us, say East Nashville beat Sycamore and then Fairview beats White Creek. That game will be a, a fun game to watch in the second round of the playoffs. Um, you look at Covington out of West Tennessee; they're ten and zero as well, as well too. Um, I don't know. This is again one of those one of these brackets. You know, you just you just don't know other than Alcoa. You know, Alcoa is you know that's that's you know Coach Rankin keeps putting championship teams together year in year out. So you know, we'll definitely keep an eye on them uh, tomorrow night. And they're they're hosting a Claiborne that's two and eight tomorrow. So that should be a should should be uh, an easy win for them. And uh, they probably won't even really uh, get get tested. Uh, until about round two or round three. I'm sorry, round three is a potentially could play uh, a really good nine and one Johnson County team out of East Tennessee as well. But yeah, uh, so I tell you what, so, so we can potentially we can potentially have an Alcoa Pearl Cone matchup, right? Uh, yes, uh, you can Alcoa. potentially for the for the state championship. Yes, Alcoa Pearl Cone, Alcoa Stratford, Alcoa. <laughs> White Creek, White Creek, <laughs> right? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess you're right. I yeah. Hear the, I, I hear the background. Do a little bit too much. <laughs> I mean, te- oh, technically, man. you're right. I mean, they they could, I, they could meet each other. Yeah, that's right. I'm damn, get them right. That's Martin. Anyway. um I tell you what, I tell you, I tell you, I tell you where I'm going to be at Spawn at DC. Uh, you know, uh, as, as most of you know, my kid, my kids out there at FRA um, Division Two, Class Two A. Um, that bracket shaping up uh, to be to be uh, something pretty special. Last year, there's a lot of underlying storylines going on there. Um, so, real quick, talk about my FRA Panthers. Real quick, at six and four, we'll take on. Uh, Knox and Grace in the first round at five and five. Uh, two pretty well evenly matched teams. Hopefully, uh, you know you know who I'm pulling for the FRA Panthers. But um, I tell you, I tell you what, for FRA to get um, to pull this one out, you know, I mean they're really dependent upon their run game to set up the pass, um, so on and so forth. The run game led by uh, number five, Brogan Wilson. Um, I mean Brogan. I'll, I'll, so, so for all you running backs out there who are listening, former or current, you've always heard a coach tell you, "Keep your legs moving, keep your legs moving," and, and that, that's just football in general. But, 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 but when you really see it in action, and you see Mr. Wilson, Mr. Brogan Wilson, standing all of five foot nine, five foot ten, whatever he is, you see him get hit, and you see him get pushed back, and his legs are still going, they're spinning like. Like like a propeller, and they hit the ground, and he keeps going. This man probably has more yards after contact than anybody in the state of Tennessee. 
I, I, I swear, I swear. Um, I, I mean, I bet my my left toe on it. I mean, watch him play. Uh, the man, the man, the man can run the ball. Uh, so that Ryan team really depended upon uh, Brogan Wilson in the run game to get going uh, behind uh, the block and the Mister. Um, they're missing football nominee Tom and Mitchell, who can clear out a hole. You know, if you can't if you, if you can't run behind Tom and Mitchell, then you can't run behind nobody. So, um, but I tell you what, DC, FRA's got one heck of a little freshman out there, uh, Mr. Jeffrey Virtue out there, junior. You guys will be hearing his name for a long time to come. Only a freshman, uh, but putting up big numbers for FRA um, this year. So um, that's where I'll be. Um, but do you see that bracket? That bracket is shaping out to be something special. You got Lawson out there in, in Memphis sitting at nine and zero. Uh, they didn't have ten games, ten ten games for whatever reason. I don't know. But they take on good pasture round one, and uh, the Rock. Mm-hmm. You know, no, no, excuse me. Good pasture BGA. They take on good pasture right around one. Uh, Coach Rocks and uh, BGA. They head out to uh, or Silverdale um, comes to them. Um, sitting at five and five, uh, then you got a Knox Webb team that's down. Normally, Knox Webb, you're talking about them deep into the playoffs. Uh, they're sitting at five and five, and they, they're taking on five high trying to do Christian. But um, you know, I think I think a lot of people in that Division Two Two A bracket looking forward to seeing what Los is going to do. Looking forward mm-hmm. to seeing what a ten and O ten and O C P is going to do. Uh, mm-hmm. Notre Dame, Notre Dame sitting at eight and one. Uh, which Coach Fant down there um, got those boys going hard and BGA. Uh, those are your top teams that people are looking at there. So we'll see how that plays out. It's going to be uh, interesting to see. Yeah, you know, I must kind of start or kind of pick up from where you left off and start at the top of the bracket again. I'm, I'm honestly looking forward, Evan, to that November 16th matchup of Los Angeles and CPA. Those are my two. Uh, picks to get to the semifinals. Looking forward mm-hmm. to that one. I'm also looking forward to uh, Notre Dame has a stud athlete in Cameron Wynn, um, who's just a just I mean he they line up all over the field: quarterback, running back, receiver, slot, I mean, it, it, all over the place. Cameron Wynn. I'm looking forward to watching him. Uh, we'll see how far the Notre Dame and uh, Coach Fant see how far they can get. Um, FRA, you know, you mentioned uh, the running backs out there timing. Um, you know, one of the young men that I'm, uh, has kind of started to fly under the radar for FRA um, is a young man by the name of uh, Sammy Taylor. Um, now Sammy um, is a junior this year. Um, long, linky, fast, great tackler. He wasn't at the time starting at the beginning of the season, but now they have moved him into the starting lineup in the defensive backfield. And um, he's a young man that potentially in that backfield, defensive backfield, can help out and take over the game at the defensive back position. I'm uh, looking forward to kind of seeing what he does. Obviously, you've got uh, BGA and, and The Rock um, as they host uh, Silverdale tomorrow, like you said. I think that should be a pretty good, easy win for them. And then, like you said, Knoxville Webb um, have had a down year. They were just removed from the state championship, Evan. Uh, Knox Webb, about three or four years ago, 
they had a running back. I can't remember his name right now. They had a running back who now is at Georgia Tech um, in yep. the rotation at the running back position there. And uh, but uh, this this division, this uh, this uh, private school division two uh, class two A. I mean, until something changes, Evan, Los Angeles, you know, they're the juggernaut. That's why I say I'm looking forward to that November 16th. Can CPA go to Los Angeles and potentially knock them off um, at, at, at Los Angeles in that upper bracket? And then if you go down towards the lower bracket, um, I truly feel like it's wide open between Notre Dame. I feel like FRA can make some make some noise, and I feel like BGA can make some noise. I think all three of those schools could uh, make some noise and then potentially play against uh, the juggernaut Los Angeles or CPA for the state championship. Yeah, I'll tell you what, CPA is under, I think, a lot of pressure in this bracket. Remember last year was their first year playing in the actual Division Two private school division after being uh, in the public school division for so long, and, you know, they took some state titles home against, you know, back and forth against Alcoa. Remember that? When they played in uh, uh-huh. 3-8. You know, and when, when they came over to Division Two, everybody said, oh, man, they're just going to rule the roost in that Division Two 2-8. But uh, you've had some teams really step up and say, not yet. Not yet. Hold that thought. Yeah. Mm. But, again, you know, until we see something different, it's, it's Los Angeles. Uh, that Los Angeles boy, I don't know what the season boy is West Tennessee. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't you seen them play this year. Yeah, but Los Angeles, Los Angeles, how you haven't seen them play this year? I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. Let's take a look at, if we can, uh, Division Two Class 1A. I know we've got a former intern, Mr. Palmer Tom, down there uh, writing uh, for them Georgia Bulldogs. Just chimed in, sent us a text. And Palmer, I hope all is well. Thank you for listening tonight. And if you wanted to hear a little private school football, we'll eventually get to the big boys of private school football here in a second. But uh, if we take a look at uh, Division Two Class 1A, you've got Friendship in there. Friendship had two losses this year, Evan. You know, they went undefeated last year. And I uh, got, you know, two losses this year, which, again, I tend to think that losses are good sometimes. They build character. Davidson, uh, Davidson Academy. I don't care how much character you, you done got built this year, Davidson Academy. Is that your uh, – is that is that who you're looking at uh, for this <laughs> yeah. for this classification here? Absolutely. They got a first-round bye okay. on top of that. Yeah. Davidson Academy. Yeah. Yeah, you got mm-hmm. one loss, two loss, three losses of these character builder games. Don't care. They, they Davidson Academy <laughs> takes your character and sits on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, they take your character and sit on it. <laughs> so Norton does not care about character. Yeah, and then you got a uh, you got a Dick, Dick, Dick little boy out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dick, 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 you got little Dick boy little does boy. not. <laughs> and does not care about character. <laughs> <laughs> don't care about character. Huh? Just some days oh, the man. Just days from the academy. Well, tell you what, you know, friendship has a first-round bye, so they automatically go into the quarterfinals. They're going to either play uh, Clarksville Academy or Kings Academy. I see Clarksville Academy winning that game. 
and then going or coming down to Friendship to play them. Uh, Middle Tennessee Christian hosts Jackson Christian. I see Middle Tennessee Christian winning that game and then coming down to play Fayette Academy, who has a bye this week. Uh, Davidson Academy, like you said, they don't care about character. They don't care about nothing. They just win. All they do is win. They're 10-0. Uh, let's see here. Nashville Christian had a down year this year. They're, they're hosting Ezell Harding, and Mount Juliet Christian Academy has a first-round bye. Uh, so it's interesting, you know, the first so the first round bye, which automatically gets you to the quarterfinals in Division Two One A. You got Friendship, Fayette Academy, Davidson Academy, uh, and Mount Juliet Christian Academy. Um, whew, I tell you what, I, I'm, I'm with you on Davidson Academy at the lower bracket. Uh, Davidson, Acad- Davidson Academy uh, moving pretty far. I, I think Davidson Academy will eventually play Mount Juliet Christian Academy uh, in the uh, semifinals for a shot at the state. Um, and then I see, uh, I don't know, I, I was really impressed with Clarksville Academy uh, about two weeks ago when we went up there and we had a chance to see uh, B-Rob play. I was really impressed with them. You know, other than some turnovers, I feel like Clarksville Academy could have beat Middle Tennessee Christian. But, again, should have, could have, would have. Um, that upper bracket, I, I I I like Friendship Christian. I got no disrespect to our guys up there in Clarksville, but I just I like Friendship. I, I like uh, you know Big Luke and Rhino and those and those guys up there. I feel like they're on a mission. Those two losses, I just I me personally, I look at uh, a Friendship versus Davidson Academy. Uh, November 30th, that Friday night, early on a Friday morning uh, for the state championship there. And that's just, you know, my two cents. But, you know, if you guys are out there listening, please prove me wrong. And uh, I'll be the first to say I was wrong and I'm eating crow. But I'm looking at a Clarksville. I'm looking at a Friendship Christian Davidson Academy game for the state championship. i tell you what, if I, you know, I really, I really didn't pay much attention to this when we were in high school, D.C. If, if I had known that back then that you only had to win well if you're one seed you only got to win one what two games to get into the state title game three games if you're not a one seed with a bye I'm like man I might, I might have gone to private school and <laughs> gone that route <laughs> I'm like man right. this is great you know it's great two games <laughs> two games and we're there but I, I figured hey, not to <laughs> I did. I, I figured. Had, I, had no I figured clue. you were going that route. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, had no, I had no clue back then. Oh man, this is great. You know, it's like, man, yeah, yeah. I mean, two games. This Dave's in the Academy here. Sorry, 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 sorry. Friendship, Rhino. I love you guys. I mean, that could be. I mean, that could be. That could be. Uh, that could be a final, couldn't it? Oh, I could be. Huh. Yeah, That'd the, be a game. the Friendship Davidson Academy game. Yeah, that's what I was saying. That could be a, a state championship game. That could be a really good game. Okay. I mean, that that Friday morning to start off uh, start off the weekend. Well, let, let, well, let's count on it, Rhino. I know they're listening. What do you think about it, Rhino? Luke. Oh yeah, he'll chime in. He'll chime in in a second. <laughs> <laughs> do we want to go ahead and move on to the big boys of the of Division Two? Yeah, we got about uh, we got a few minutes left. 
know uh, I know we'll talk about D two three A and then wrap it up here. Wife looking at me, telling me to hurry it up. Yeah, my my wife just walked in. She just walked in herself. The the, the advantages a bag. Of, yeah, the advantages of being able to do your podcast from whenever and wherever you want to with the technology of the interwebs and and and, and laptops and stuff like that is great. But then also, it's also got the wife come in and say, "Hey, point at the clock and let's go get it moving." School night. Right. You gotta get, <laughs> get off. Get off. Get off. Get off the air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, the looks I'm getting right oh, now. Oh boy. Yeah. Go ahead and get started. D two three A. Or D. Yeah. D All right. Well, we're we're getting into the big boys of private school. Um. You know, each year, uh, you know, you always have the Brentwood Academies, the MBAs. Uh, that you always look out for. Uh, one of the newer teams that's on the horizon is uh, McCallie, Chattanooga McCallie at nine and one. Evan, um, they they are uh, potentially uh, on a collision course to play a really good uh, MUS team out of West Tennessee that's nine and zero. So you've got a potential nine and zero MUS. And a mm-hmm. collision course potentially with McCauley at nine and one. Now, for McCauley to get there, they have to either beat the winner of Father Ryan Innsworth tomorrow night. Um, but I see that lower bracket being uh, a McCauley versus uh, MUS uh, in the semifinals and for a shot for one of those two teams to play in the state championship. You look at the upper bracket. Uh, you've got Brentwood Academy and uh, NBA um, mm-hmm. this time around. Uh, whew. I, I don't know. I, this, this year in this year in football has been really has been really uh, has been really interesting in, in the private school division. Um, I don't know Montgomery Bell Academy and then. I, I, I guess my question, I think, I guess what I'm thinking is, uh, whose turn is it this year? Is it going to be NBA, or is it going to be Brentwood Academy in that upper, in that upper, that upper bracket? You know, I, I guess that's, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, you know, NBA has a first round bye, and they, uh, you know, they'll host uh, either Briarcrest or St. Benedict November 9th in the quarterfinals. Uh, Academy, they got a first round bye as well too, as well as Christian Brothers. You know, so is you know, Brentwood Academy going to be able to, to travel to West Tennessee uh, next Friday and knock off Christian Brothers? Um, and then, you know, is NBA going to be able to sustain him the test of time and beat or knock off Briarcrest and St. Benedict? You know, it's just, again, it's, mm-hmm. it's year in and year out with these two. The only the only thing yeah. I hate this time around is these two are going to have to play um, or meet each other in the semis for a chance to go to the state and play either, in my opinion, MUS or Macaulay. That's uh, I don't know what I can see. Yeah, yeah, I think you're looking at a Brentwood Academy team at 82, two losses to. Uh, or lost to Macaulay and lost to NBA, who are going to avenge. 
avenge those losses or avenge at least the NBA loss. Uh, but I think this may be McCauley's year. Uh, I mean, they got some huge kids on that team. I think they're tired of being little brother looking up to Big Brother NBA and Big Brother Brewing Academy. And uh, I think I think I think this may be McCauley's year um, under this regime. It may may only last a year or two. You know, can they string together? You know, four and five in a row, four in a row or three in a row, like uh, like Brewing has done, like Brewing Academy has done. Or uh, the Innsbruck put it what put together with four in a row back in the day. So you know, I think yes. I think I think they're tired. Of, yeah, I think they're tired of being the odd dogs out um, year in and year out. And this may be uh, Macaulay's year. So yeah, yeah, it's gonna be uh, gonna be good. We got a lot of first round buys there. Um, they're gonna have a lot of a lot of rested legs going into that round too. Um, that upper bracket, you only got Bride Crest playing St. Benedict, and then you got NBA, Brentwood Academy, and Christian Brothers all waiting for round two. And then the lower bracket, you got McCauley and NBSL that first round by. So, um, yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, you know, you know, looking at Division two, three A, it's one of those brackets that, you know, you know, after tonight, I probably won't pay a whole lot of attention, uh, a whole lot of attention to it until the state title game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I tell you what, I, I feel like it might be McCauley's year um, out of this out of this classification. You know, they got a young man out there uh, by the name of D'Angelo Hardy who is an absolute uh, animal. Um, D'Angelo, um, like I said, out of, out of uh, Chattanooga as well, too. He also, um, Evan, um, is a Mr. Football semifinalist today that got announced mm-hmm. uh, earlier earlier today. But, uh, you know, this young man, um, the class of 2020, uh, I like to call him an athlete. You know, he, he, he helps lead uh, the team from the, from the quarterback position. Um, mm-hmm. But he's an absolute, absolute animal. Um, and he's a young man that I think, a lot of people, he's going to make a lot of noise for himself going into uh, going into the playoffs, and uh, just be able to look out for him and le- him leading uh, his team uh, this later on in the next few weeks going to the, going to the state championship. I mean, he yeah. you know you look at somebody like him, you know he you know nine games, you know he's got uh, a little over twelve hundred yards rushing with eleven TDs and eleven hundred yards passing with nine TDs. Uh, you know, be on the lookout for him. He's a, he's a. Um, from what I'm hearing, I haven't, I didn't get a chance to watch uh, too many of his games or his highlights, but I keep hearing nothing but good stuff about this young man and uh, how he's the real deal. So, be on the lookout for him and see what he can lead, help lead his team uh, to the promised land, which I truly believe I think he will. Cool. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, see what, let's see here. What I, else do we have? You know, lastly, I got, you know, I was going to give a, a big kudos out to, uh, you know, we never talked about Lewis County. You know, Lewis County, year in and year out, I want to say it's in contention somehow, some way. Uh, you know, you know, they took that 2A Region 2, I mean Region 5 um, title over uh, Columbia Academy, which, you know, who, who was expected to kind of kind of run the gauntlet there. Uh, very tight region there. So, uh, congrats to 
Uh, Lewis County, looking forward to see what they do, as well as Columbia Academy in the playoffs. Um, yeah, other than that, man, I think we, I think we covered. Yeah, um, uh, breaking breaking news. Uh, I want to give a shout out to um, Trey Davison. Uh, Trey uh, was one of our uh, top top uh, running backs to watch for uh, mm-hmm. earlier this season. And uh, Trey just DM'd us, and then he also just uh, posted on his uh, page that uh, very honored to be selected as the running back for the USA Under-19 International Bowl game at Cowboys Stadium. So uh, shout-out to you. Yeah, shout-out to you, Trey, um, down there at uh, Columbia Academy. Um, Looking forward to hopefully, um, hopefully you guys, uh, have a have a nice decent run out there at Columbia Academy. That's down there by your neck of the woods as well, too, isn't it, Evan? Yep, I'm skipping the jump. Yeah, out there at Columbia Academy. So, uh, you know, shout out to those guys. Hopefully, uh, you guys have a have a win tomorrow night and can make some damage and kind of see what happens from there. Uh, yeah, that just came across our, our our news feed and wanted to send them a send them a shout out on that. Congratulations. Um, Again, uh, it's here. Playoff time is here. We got about uh, a little under seven minutes left. Uh, yeah, football time is here. Playoff time is here, guys. You know, leave it on the field tomorrow night. You don't want to walk away saying shoulda, coulda, woulda. And, um, you know, if, if your team gets down uh, tomorrow, you know, seniors, uh, be be the leaders that you need to be. And, uh, you know, lead your team to the promised land. Um, one last thing, shout out to our guy. I know he's listening as well. Shout out to um, Arian as well out there at Overton. Uh, thank you for helping us out over the past two years as being a player, uh, player and also writing for us and helping us out. Um, best of luck to you. You've got a very bright future. If you're out there listening, you've got a very, very bright future ahead of you. Um, myself and Evan are ecstatic to be a part of uh, – the little time that we have to be a part of the process with you and look forward to seeing what your future entails. Um, that's pretty much all I got. Looking forward to wrapping up everyone this time, uh, uh, maybe next week or maybe this weekend. Uh, great thing about podcasting. Kind of come on whenever we want to. Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> Close it out. Go Stratford. Go White Streak. And... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> And uh, we'll talk to you guys uh, next week. We'll do it again. All right, we're out. See you on highlights. See you on highlights.net. Yeah. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.